0: Welcome to the Lighten Up Podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 195. Whose hysteria is this anyway? My goodness, times are interesting, that's for sure. And I want to share today like my favorite, favorite, most effective tool that I know of for being able to find yourself in the noise of life amidst all the craziness, amidst all of the anxiety, the fear, the panic, the unknown which is exactly what's going on all across the globe, Uh, there is just this go-to tool that I have found from an amazing system called Access Consciousness that really does make a huge, huge, huge difference. Uh, This tool is called Who Does It Belong To? And if you are not new to this tool, if you've been using it for quite a while, I really invite you to dig in even deeper. I think a lot of us find tools to kind of help quiet our mind, make our lives better, kind of... Uh, increase our self-development, our consciousness, and we play with them on the surface. We use them when needed. And I love times like this when there is a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of kind of mass, mass kind of panic and upset and oh my goodness, energies around to actually be able to use that as a teaching tool, as a facilitation tool to dig in deeper. So if you've heard this conversation before, I just invite you to come to it with Beginner's Mind and also this week start playing with it as a beginner. How much deeper can you go? So this tool basically comes about our awareness from a different perspective. It talks about how 99.9% of our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions are not actually ours. They are our awareness of the world around us, be it the people that we are living with, the people we're interacting with, the people across the globe that we are aware of, the environment, and kind of the mass consciousness as a whole. and believe it or not, your awareness of the earth and the universe. So it really is a beautiful way to start looking at the oneness that we all are. And how I always like to put it is we don't live in a bubble. We like to think that we live in a bubble where it's like my world and your world over here and we get together and kind of interact sometimes and then I go back to my little bubble and you stay in yours. Um, I think right now with the virus going on, a lot of people are wanting to live in a Safety bubble, that would actually be a good thing from a lot of people's perspectives. But that's just not how the world works. We actually don't live in isolation, we are way more connected than we'd like to actually acknowledge. And we are way more aware of the mass consciousness and the ripple of that than we'd like to be aware of at times. Uh, I know sometimes, especially if you are someone who is very, very sensitive, who has that kind of empathic ability, you're very, very tuned into other people, uh, it's very easy sometimes to go, this is a curse, this is not how I want to be, I would rather have like myself and make my own choices. I would Say this tool in general is like my go-to for that. Uh, if you've read my book The Other Side of Bipolar, you know that I grew up being that way in a big big way. I was always more tuned into other people's emotions and thoughts and feelings and again that mass consciousness more so than I was to myself. And in times like this when there's so much upheaval going on, those people who are kind of built that way uh, may be struggling a little bit to actually find their feet. This tool, Who Does It Belong To?, is an amazing, amazing, effective, effective, effective one for this. So as I was saying before, this tool talks about 99.9% of the thoughts, feelings, emotions, the things going through your head, the sensations going through your body, are actually not yours. They're not personalized to you. They don't belong to you. They are simply your awareness of the world around you. So what this is, it's very, very simple. For every thought that comes in your head, every feeling that moves through your emotional space, every body sensation even that moves through your body, you wanna ask, who does this belong to? And when you ask that question, if it starts to lighten up at all, if you start to feel you have more breathing space, you start to feel that elephant coming off your chest a little bit, you start to feel like you have some room to actually choose instead of being in total utter reaction to that thing, it means it's actually not yours. It is just your awareness of the other people around you. In times like this, when it is super intense, you want to at least be asking that question perhaps a few times to every sensation and thought. Uh, I don't know what it is about mass hysteria like this, especially when there's this sense of control and lack of control and unknown and when sickness is involved, I think a lot of people just freak out more deeply. And sometimes when the emotions, the thoughts, the sensations are really intense. They tend to stick a little bit more. So if you ask the question once, who does this belong to, and you notice a little bit of a shift but not a big one, just ask the question a little bit more. Who does this belong to? Even right now, get whatever panic or upset that you're having with all of the world events currently and just ask, you know, who does all this belong to? What's it gonna take for me to have some space? and some freedom to choose and breathe around this. Who does it belong to? Now, the amazing thing about this, the amazing thing with this tool, is because those thoughts, feelings, emotions aren't yours, and when you ask this question, you become aware that it isn't yours, you can stop personalizing it. You can also stop trying to fix it, trying to solve it, or trying to manage it. If you've been trying to manage anxiety or depression, this is a hugely helpful tool because you can't actually manage it, you can't fix it, you can't problem solve it when it's not yours to begin with. There's really and truly nothing to be done but really get lost in those thoughts, feelings, and emotions. It is counterintuitive to try to do that. By using this tool, not personalizing it, and going, okay, that's not even mine to try to fix or solve or heal, I can just relax around it and actually return all of that to sender. So again, right now whatever is up for you thoughts, feelings, emotions, mind stuff, body stuff, worries, whatever who does it belong to? Don't personalize it if there was no need to try to fix it or solve it. Just allow it to go back to sender. Can you actually start to perceive a little bit more space, a little bit more breathing room, perhaps some more clarity coming into your vision to be able to choose what would work for you. Hopefully a little more relaxation. And one thing I hear when I teach this tool in my workshops is this, well, I don't want to return it to sender because if I do, then I might be sticking somebody else with it. Like, I get that I'm aware, I get that it's not mine, I even get that I can't fix it or manage it because, again, it's not mine to begin with and that's not how this works. But I don't want to send it back because if I do, then I'll make other people feel worse. It's actually the opposite. I understand why you kind of have that thing pop up. Most of us take things on from others because we want to help them, we want to heal them, uh, we want to shoulder it for them, we at least want to take some of the load off, especially if it's people that we care about or people that we feel we're connected to. But the thing is, again, because you can't solve it, fix it, or do anything with it, you're just basically wasting your own energy. So when you return it to Sender, you allow the work to go back to the people who bore it in the first place, you're doing a few things. You're freeing yourself. You're also freeing the other person because you're not now in agreement and holding that thing solid. If you can think of somebody with a worry and they're holding on to the end of a rope and going, this is something I'm really, really worried about. This is something everyone should be really, really worried about and you go, oh, if you're worried about it, then I'm going to worry about it too. Basically what you do is you pick up the other side of that rope and you hold it. So now the person who bore the worry The one who kind of, you know, made it in the first place is holding on to a rope, but now there's tension on the other side. There's somebody who's agreed with them that, yes, this is something I should worry about, and before you know it, that original person can't let go or change it either because now there's vested outcome. There's somebody who's holding on to the other side. You going, who does this belong to? Not mine, I'm going to let it go and return it to sender is such a gift for the person who originated it because you drop your side of the rope. The tension that was there, the agreement that was there, the thing that actually made the person go, oh, I'm actually right to have this worry goes away. And before you know it, you actually free up that person to make a different choice. It's amazing how energy works that way. We're not even aware of it, but we're validating other people's realities all the time. And we do that primarily by buying into their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, by going, I'm aware of it, it must be mine, and now I'm going to act like it is. That is exactly how we all stick each other in these mass hysteria moments. Also works if you're just aware of other people's energy day in and day out. I definitely say play with this tool that way as well. I'm just kind of leaping on the possibility here of going deeper with what's happening in the world. You being able to return things to sender actually doesn't stick them more. It actually frees them up. And bonus, it frees you up as well. So again, very simple to use, also extremely effective to use. Every thought every feeling, every emotion, every mind thing, every body thing coming into your space. Who does this belong to? Truly, who does this belong to? Free yourself from personalizing it. Free yourself from the work of trying to fix it or manage it. Put the work back where it needs to be in the originator's hands. And while you do that, you're actually going to empower them and give them more freedom of choice to do the same. If you're buying into everybody else's stuff and you become part of the panic, you feed the beast. You actually make it worse. If you were willing to do this and pull your energy out of what's going on in the world right now, in this panic and in this anxiety-stricken state that most people are in, What could you actually contribute to everyone by doing that? doesn't mean you don't prepare. It doesn't mean you don't stay informed at all. It just means the panic, the emotional reactive hotness around it will go away. And with that actually becomes this opening space and possibility for conscious choice truly putting yourself in the driver's seat and being able to kind of tune the dial in to where you are in the moment. This is an amazing, amazing, amazing tool. There's also some very interesting um, kind of information about how energy actually works and how we stick each other by buying into other people's points of view and by kind of having these chronic issues going on if there's chronic anxiety or depression or even just chronic worry if you're a worrier (laughs) or you have a busy mind and you're trying to fix things all the time how much has this been at play where energetically you've been validating other people's realities with taking things that you're aware of personalizing them and then acting like it's yours trying to fix it, trying to solve it trying to manage it, trying to heal it This is a very different way to actually work. Go, okay, it's actually not mine, and if it's not, I'm just wasting my time and energy trying to fix something that's not mine to fix. Lay it down. Return it to the person who bore it. Free yourself, and in exchange, actually free them as well. What would be possible for all of us if we were willing to be more aware Be more tuned in and also really be more kind of sturdy, sturdy in ourselves enough to go, you know what? I feel this stuff coming on, but I am so in tune with who I am and what I'm choosing that I'm not going to buy into it. I'm not going to let other people's worries impact me and become my own worry. I'm not going to allow this mass hysteria to actually impact me and my life choices there's a freedom that will come with this if you'll actually let it. Again, if you're new to the tool, I suggest this entire week playing with it. If you're old and practice with this tool, I suggest, again, this whole week practice with it. How deep can you go? And if you've played with this before on more of a surface level, If you actually allow these deeper and more intense times to be a teacher for you and a facilitator to you, I wonder what you'll become aware of and what muscle you can actually start to build. This may be an amazing ability and way to actually grow in a deeper, deeper awareness with yourself and how you function with the world. And what else will be possible then? Silver linings, you know? Have an amazing week. Let me know how this goes. As always, you can reach me at lauren at LaurenPolly.com And I will chat with you next Tuesday.